this episode of What's Up with Ward, we interview the great Michael Lee. He is a transplant from the sunny, sunshine state of California all the way to Indianapolis, Indiana, where he and his family currently reside. Mr. Lee became a local Indiana legend in basketball and football, and he shares his stories with us today and his views on cancel culture, COVID-19, and racism in America. You'll also find out the question of why does he need to know? Stay tuned right here on What's Up With Ward. You're now listening to What's Up With Ward. For those of you who may not know, this is a podcast that focuses on love, life, relationships, and everything in between. Everyone has a story to tell. We just want to know what's yours. And to our regular listeners like Patty Robinette, salute. Again, my name is Wardy Ward, and the man next to me with the plan is Trey All Day in the building. What's going on, Wardy Ward? You know how I do. Just another black man caught up in the mix trying to make a dollar out of 14 cents. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, man, you know, today we're going to discuss a variety of topics because too much has been happening in the world and the world needs a What's Up Award podcast unique spin on these perspectives to help it make it make sense. You know, uh, Wardy, I'm, I'm with that and much more. So, you know, we've invited one of the coolest black sock wearing brothers to walk the face of Washington Square Mall. Mm. Mm. Now, listen to this. this. This person used to play basketball at a very high level, but now he's coaching and mentoring young ladies and mm. ladies and gents. Want to welcome to you the great Michael Lee. Yeah, Michael Lee. <laughs> and, 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 and no, this is this is not Bruce Lee's younger brother. His, oh, okay. but, his hair, but his hair is just as fine. So welcome <laughs> to What's Up with War Podcast, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mike Lee. Yeah. What it do, Mike? What it do? Hey, what's up, fellas? How you guys doing? Yeah, right yeah. Right Man, glad to have you on the show. You know, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself before we get deep into these weeds? Where'd you grow up? Where'd you, what sports did you play? If you played any, and where'd you play at? Okay, so uh, originally born in California, uh, moved down uh, to Indianapolis when I was uh, eight years old. Uh, grew up in Indianapolis, uh, inner city, uh, IPS schools. Uh, went to Arlington High School. Uh, played football and basketball. Uh, went to Kentucky State. Played football. Um, played a little semi-pro. And then, you know, just started, you know, just being in a, you know, how, you know, just being a father, you know, just being in your kid's life. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> none of them took the football like I wanted. So, <laughs> 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 and so, uh, and it was kind of, it was cool, right? So, uh-huh. um, you know, I had my oldest son uh, that he played basketball and, you know, and then my girls, they took on to it and it was fun coaching them. You know, uh, so yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just just being a dad, um, you know, just trying to make sure that they're successful, just trying to guide them, trying to role model good behavior, you know, just trying to do the right things. That's all. How many you know? boys and how many boys and girls do you have total? I actually I have two boys, two girls. Uh Trayvon, he's twenty-five. Uh my oldest daughter is twenty-two. Um my daughter is currently playing basketball at Indiana Tech. She is 19. Okay. And the baby boy is 14. Okay. 
we almost get one more out, uh, the young one out there and then you be an empty nester so you know what these grandkids act like my house is there so <laughs> <laughs> you start over again <laughs> so you know <laughs> my, my little office I got in my room uh, my granddaughter says uh, Papa you've been in my room <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you know I said, I said well I was doing some work no, yeah. this is my room, Papa. <laughs> right. You gotta yeah. ask me. Kids, take it over. Okay. Kids, take it over. Yeah. <laughs> All no. right. Well, thanks. Thanks for sharing that. And then we gonna come back to ask you some questions about the the kids here in a minute. But I want to jump into these topics. Sure. Uh, first thing up is we're gonna talk about cancel culture mm-hmm. because um, you know cancel culture is basically uh, canceling somebody or to try to ostracize them for their beliefs, whatever it may be, you know, from this professional circle cycles or, or uh, online or social media, what have you. And the first guy up I want to run by you is uh, Kanye West. Do you think he's a genius or is uh, he crazy? Because, you know, he said, uh, what did he say? Slavery was a choice. So my perspective on Kanye West is, is that uh, it, it's, it's uh, something that's historically I feel is flawed, you know, just within our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't see any other ethnic groups uh, looking to their artists and athletes to be their uh, leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're simply athletes and artists, mm-hmm. um, and that's what he is, right? So, you know, I, I mean, I, I I don't see him having a doctorate in any of those uh, things that, you know, he makes these off statements on. And, you know, we deem them to be um, the in all and, and of, of all logic. It just blows my mind. Uh, so, hell of an artist, but idiot, you know, for making those statements, you know. So, this is, that's just my humble opinion. I kind of had mixed emotions on that and uh i mean jump on you trey but when he says slavery is a choice i kind of i kind of thought he was actually onto something because i don't know what type of slave i'd have been i I really don't know but i'm thinking you could just say i'm not gonna do it what all they can do is kill you and if everybody said we ain't doing it i mean would slavery have ended i mean he kind of was onto something so uh, i think a lot of times we um like with Trump, uh, you know, when he when, when he would say some idiotic stuff, just my opinion, people would try to find a logic in it, right? And and and, and there's no logic in what Kanye West said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, just thinking about it, man. You know, just but because he's Kanye West, we got to find some type of uh, moral meaning or hidden meaning. But there's no hidden meaning, you know. Uh, a duck quack, quacks like a duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, there's no meaning in it, man. You know, uh, you know, the cat obviously needs professional help. Uh, amazing artist. But here's the thing: I don't, I don't think we should cancel him. I just think that uh, his opinions or his thought process doesn't align with mine. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. we cancel him. You know, I, I don't agree mm-hmm. with the cancel culture. You know, um, it's 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 appropriate to, you know, disagree and be okay. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, Mike, it's, it's kind of interesting. You start thinking about this idea <coughs> of, of cancel culture and trying to stop someone from saying what, what they feel is accurate. Um, and then the same folks who are trying to do this. When I say folks, I mean people in general in certain demographics for whatever reason. They may try to you know, do that that uh, cancel culture, but these are the same folks who also will, will defend erasing uh, history. You know, mm-hmm. why are we why are we going through this, this situation where historically individuals, especially in the US and this in particular in certain states, we won't we won't call them out, but we all know what the states those are, where right. certain individuals have been historical uh, uh, heroes to individuals for, for various reasons. And maybe they had statues and monuments, and those things are being taken down. You know, they, these are the same folks that want to defend that type of behavior, but also uh, they want to stop someone who may say something that doesn't agree with them currently. So it's like, at the end of the day, like you said, he's entitled to his opinion, and some individuals may or may not agree with us. Historically, individuals have done things that, you know, we say, hey, why are we still lauding these individuals for what they've done uh, that may have uh, done things against certain races or individuals or, or you know, you know, to, to his to, in a history perspective, well, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You you see two two far ends of the spectrum, and mm-hmm. I just want to get your thoughts on that as well. Well, you know, you know, um, it, it, it's ironic to me, you know, and I'm just gonna just take a step back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, in the civil rights movement, uh, you know, we stumbled upon uh, a Martin Luther King, uh, you know, as he was still in school. And we we sought him out because he was the best candidate for the job, right? That's true. Uh, you know, he was still in school. He was starting his. He was actually writing his thesis, and uh, you know, he's starting up the church. You know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we sought him out. You know, why are we not looking towards the best individuals to be leaders instead of looking at entertainers to be that for us you know it just blows my mind you know that that that's 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 what's happening you know and and, you know a lot of times people you know just go back to the the monuments and things of that nature you know they only know what their parents told them or their parents before them they don't do the research so you know sometimes people are bound by ignorance so they they they, they stick with it instead of searching out the real truths and meanings for that, you know, you know, Confederate flag and the monuments and things of that nature, you know. So, you know, a lot of times people are bound by ignorance because they don't they don't look to see what how everything transpired and, and what all that means, if right. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, well, totally. Totally. You know, I know I went around a lot, but I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> no, you, you could, know, you know, it just, it, you know, it's just a. It just boggles boggles me that you know, you know we don't try to put a little logic to things, you know, uh, mm-hmm. especially Kanye West, man. You know, I yeah. mean, you know that that brother gets a lot of publicity for the wrong reasons, man. you know. And a yeah, lot of say that again. A lot of these young folks, man, you know, they, they they try to find profound meanings in what he's doing. You know, he'll stare off into the sky and they'll say, "Oh, look at him. He's having," you know. No, he's just staring off to the sky because he's probably high or something. So you know, what I mean? <laughs> there's no other meaning to that. You know, yes, what I'm yes. You know, I, mean, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, yes. But yeah. I, I can I guess I kind of 
I had mixed emotions on him because the dude obviously said he's a great artist and he's a billionaire, so he did something right. And he probably seen things that we don't get to see. So his perspective may have some truth to it because I keep thinking about the whole slavery thing. Sure. It just, I mean, I keep thinking, remember that scene in uh, Black Panther? I'm just assuming every black person saw Black Panther. Absolutely. When, when, when uh, Michael B. <laughs> Jordan character said, hey, you know, I'd rather you just bury me with my ancestors and let me live like this or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just think slavery could have, I just kind of agree with him. I think it kind of was a choice because, I mean, you, I just, you know what I'm mm. saying? Mm. I, well, so, we, we know that none of them, from what I heard, <laughs> from what I understand, no one had booked no passage to come across Absolutely of their own free not. will. So, you yeah, know. But you, so you 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 dealing with different, di- dim, you know, uh, people from different areas from Africa, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you come over to the New World, uh, you know that you know Haitian, Haiti, and you know uh, the, you know the the uh, the port and uh, Louisiana, and you know, uh, I mean, it was a lot of scare tactics to you know. Uh, you know, and, and I have a theory about this. This might sound crazy, but you know, have you ever noticed um, why a lot of African Americans can't swim? Uh, yeah, I think so. But go ahead. Well, uh, I mean, and, and here's my theory. You know, a lot of folks from down south, you know, they would tell them, "Hey, don't get in that water." Exactly. And, and, and why? Why? Why not? Because it because white people didn't want them in it. One 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 toe in the pool and it's contaminated. Well, well, one thing that they used to do was, uh, you know, and this might sound gory, but they would, uh, you know, slave enslavers would kill babies and, you know, al- uh, crocodiles. Yep, they sure did. And mm-hmm. would scare them. And, you know, and black and Africans that was indigenous to that area didn't quite see crocodiles the way people think they should have. So they didn't know what that was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that that's been that don't get into the water has been you know embedded in our heads from you know from from years and years and years on you know they there's no way that all of them could have taken all of us there had been a lot of folklore and uh brainwashing in terms of you know some evil things that was done so yeah i mean of course you could have you know, fought back, but at that time, man, just think of the, the 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 thought process when you're you're on that ship, right? And you're your luggage, right? And you're laying next you're laying next to dead bodies and feces and urine, and and then you get and then you get off that ship and you you're in a new area where people that don't look like you and they have this thing that makes a loud noise. And it ki- and it kills you. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, come on, yeah. man. You know, I mean, you know, we 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 talk about mental health, right? What, what about those folks' mental health during that time? I'm just saying. I'm just thinking. Uh, you know, alone the you know the psychological warfare. You take the strongest of of those individuals and you beat them and break them down and basically kill them. Wow. So they're no longer the same, or take them to the point of death and let yeah. them live. Now they're they're a living monument. To everyone else, you see, you see him over here. The strongest of us was broken. What what yeah. chance do I have? So yeah. that psychological warfare that, that that was done years ago, breaking them before they even got on the boat. You think about it too. Yeah, I mean, they had them slaved there at the port, 
and, and just beating and breaking down the strongest so that everyone else is herded up like cattle and just get up. Let's go. Yeah, but true. But then society or history doesn't really tell the accounts of there were many slave ships that got turned back around because those slaves took it over and captured it. They don't talk about that. That's like, like when Indians, when they would win a war against uh, the people who come and try to take their land, it was called a massacre. But yes. then when, when other people won, it was called a victory. So again, mm-hmm. you know, society, we get his story, not history. It's yeah. his story. So, yeah. so like I said, I, I was like, I think it was at the Amistad <laughs> and all that other stuff. They turned them ships around. There, there was several. Uh, yeah, absolutely, Ward. There was several, uh, you know, acts of uh, heroic, uh, you know, situations like that. But I just want to bring back to your point of, um, Kanye West and his uh, statement about uh, slavery being a choice, and you know, and, and if it was backed by some thought and a little bit more meat, maybe end it. But he just made a statement, and that's what that was it. You know, any anytime you walk out of a house, it's a choice, yeah. right? You know, but there was nothing backed by it. So basically, he was, you know, it it it, it was left until it was left in, in in a lot of people's interpretation, different, you know, thoughts, you know, a lot of uh, thought behind, you know, what does he mean? You know, I, he, we don't even know if he knew what he meant. <laughs> I, mean, he, you know, I mean, we give this guy a lot of credit because he where he has a lot of money, right? You know, and so, you know, I mean. I mean, really? I mean, I mean, just because he has a lot of money doesn't mean he he makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, tr- well, Trump proved that. But, one, <laughs> but if he has money, but one thing that I've learned with people like him who are eccentric is they do this this one simple thing: they say their things over and over again. Sure. They make it big and repeat it often. For example, make America great again, which he stole from Ronald Reagan. He just yes. kept saying it over and over again. It's real simple. People can follow it and it can mean to you whatever it means. Same thing with Kanye. See, I'm old enough to remember. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would, Ronald, Ronald yeah. Reagan used to say that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah he stole it. I mean, because we know that I don't want to get all into Trump, but you know, he stole all Obama's them speeches and stuff and they got in there and all that. <laughs> I mean, where did that go with? Matter, matter of fact. <laughs> well, you know, his wife got hit to the game and played rise if you think oh, well, too, that's, you know, that's the first so. thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let, 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 let me borrow that for a minute. Oh, God. <laughs> <my> oh, <own. laughs> you know, the greatest form of, of, of respect is, uh, uh, what's that say? Imitation? So, Imitation. Yeah. So, but, but look, let, let, I don't want to go try I want to move on to our second uh, cancel culture guy, the big one. Uh, recently, Netflix had a special drop called The Closer by Mr. Dave Chappelle, and it was received by the public with mixed reviews. But many of those news outlets are reporting that some in the community are upset over the special, and many have lost their employment over their reactions to the show. Interestingly enough, Chappelle is willing to sit down with employees and talk about the special if they have watched the show from beginning to end, he said they have a dialogue with them. So, mm-hmm. did you get a chance to uh, watch that show? I watched it. Okay, your thoughts? I agree 100%. <laughs> and, and, and I, you know, here's the thing. Um, I have a lot of, and, and, you know, I'm about to start my sentence off like a lot of uh, 
racist white folks do. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of family members. <laughs> am I lying? Some of the best, I... the best people I know. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm not gonna go there. No, okay. uh, I, I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know here's the thing man you know at the end of the day is he wrong are they putting a whole race before a, 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 a choice and so whether you were born that way that's totally you know that's between you and your maker and and, and you know what you truly believe and I have nothing against uh, homosexuality mm-hmm. nothing against it uh, but you know Dr. Umar Johnson said one thing that uh, that, that, that 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 stuck with me what he, said? he said that I'm he said, I be this. You act this. You know, and what he meant by that was, I'm a black man. Mm-hmm. You're 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 making a choice to 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 act on your impulses mm-hmm. and be the other way. And that's your choice, you know, but how can you put their rights over African Americans? And right. that's what it seems to me, you know. And maybe I, I didn't par- I didn't phrase his statement correctly, but it it, it, it stuck with me because I, I I got what he was trying to say, you know, from a psychological standpoint. You know, yeah, I may fantasize and think one way, but to act on it. That's a choice, right? Right, right. I don't. It doesn't matter if I, you know, it doesn't matter what I do. I'm still black. I'm a black man. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Okay. So you're gonna take a group of folks that are acting on their fantasies and making choices to be whatever way they want to be, which is their right, and give them more rights than. A person that was born a a, a, a certain ethnic, mm-hmm. if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And yeah. so, and, and and it just it just blows my mind that you know with John Gruden, you know, he he said all these things, but the minute he said something about homosexual, this he's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's out. And so with Dave Chappelle, he was just pointing out different incidents where, you know, that was happening. That's just my opinion on it. Mm-hmm. You, you, you said John Gruden, that's that football coach, wasn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Are you familiar with those, with the story? Uh, he apparently he said an email or something. Hey, hey email. Series. Series, yeah. Series of emails. <laughs> Over years. Uh, uh, about about the appointed uh, I believe he's the lawyer 
of the uh, CBA or, 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 or the Players Association. Uh-huh. He represents. It's an African American man that represents the uh, the Players Association. Um, the players sure. union. Yeah. Yes, the players union. Sorry, mm-hmm. and uh, he's an African American man, and he said that uh, in one of the things that they allow us to know about, because it has to be more than that before for them to even act on it, uh, said that he has lips bigger than Michelin, Michelin tires. Uh, you know, with his, you know, with you know, for years, you know, black face and the lips and large lips. Mm-hmm. Um, um, then there was a few other things that he said, but then in closing, he mentioned something about uh, something about a homosexual or something to that effect, and then boom, you're, you're you know, he's out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I guess I see how it is again. That's this cancel culture we're talking about because I think we give people too much power. Right. To let to let words hurt us because I was at a comedy show watching uh, Roy Woods Jr. talk one time, mm-hmm. and he said, "Think about it." He said, "You used to can say certain words to describe gay people, and they took that out. I think in other cultures they called it a cigarette. You know what I'm talking about? You can't you can't say that word anymore." Right. Mm-hmm. He said, "So if you want to get rid of the N word, which we've been trying to get rid of for like five six hundred years, you should just call gay people that name, and they'd get rid of it immediately." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I said, "Oh, okay." So my point is, we we I think we allow too much power because if you could say I got big lips and all this stuff, that's okay. Because and I think the era we grew up in is called bullying now. But mm, my Jonah. day was called, it was Joni. If you could mm-hmm. Joan, you you and, Joan, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you gotta have mm-hmm. tough skin. You know, you you might have had a the club shoe. Your mother might have been on welfare. You, it could have been. You had to take that stuff and like you got me. That's a good one and keep it moving. Now you say how do I couldn't understand how you get cyber bullied on the internet? How can somebody behind a computer screen punk me, brother? I, <laughs> I'm just confused. It's, I'm just it's saying. It's a different day. It's a different day. Hey, I, I have to. Uh, when I was coaching um, to get my certification, I had to take all these uh, classes on cyberbullying and, mm. and 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 certain words you can't use. And, and I was cool with that, you know, because of course I wouldn't dare use those words to children. Uh, you know, I, I remember coaches back in the day would you know say some crazy stuff, and that didn't. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, y'all, you, <laughs> as a player, you probably heard. Oh, I got some, cursed some out. Very, very unique combinations of combinations. who you were and where but you it, came from. <laughs> but it never motivated me, right? Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. so that never was something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and 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 it's just funny, and I'm just gonna tell this story. Uh, my first year coaching my my daughter. And uh, I'm all, I'm hyped, I'm pumped up, I'm yelling and I'm screaming. I couldn't wait, you know. I'm thinking, you know, we're ready, right? So, uh, but we're getting killed. And uh, we scored our first point, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, and they all start crying, you know. And then I, I realize, okay, I gotta change my emotions and <laughs> you know because I scared them you know and I didn't okay. mean to you know I'm, I'm you know I'm pumped up I'm, I'm excited for yeah. them you know but now you know so I just you know you have to make certain uh adjustments every time I see the girls uh I I, I bring it up and they was they, you know they laugh but uh but yeah you know I, you got to make certain adjustments so you know I get it you know this in this day and age, folks are sensitive. Oh my and god! A, a lot of the kids are sensitive, and you know, 
And the only thing we can do, I think, as parents is just kind of prepare them for the harsh world, mm-hmm. you know, by just talking to them and just, you know, giving them the ins and outs and hope that they get it, if that makes sense. But yeah, I think that society <clears throat> is like a pendulum. It swings from right to the left, far right, far left, because back in the days, a kid couldn't, you know, he couldn't drink until he's, what, 21. You can't drive a car till 16. You can't join the service till 18. Because they're, they're adult decisions, right? Right. But nowadays, you go to the internet, and then a kid can say, hey, I'm five. I think I want to be a woman. I'm a guy, but I want to be a woman. Okay, cool. We can do that. I'm like, wait, what? what? How, how do we allow you to make that decision, but you can't make this decision? So society changes its rules all the time. And, and to further expound upon that, if you remember back in the days, Elvis Presley, he yeah. married Lisa Marie when she was 14. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, Brother Kelly was messing with Aaliyah, but she was around the same age. Yeah. Is is it is it really about that issue, or is it is it something else? I, I think um, <clears throat> I think it's something else. Um, you know, don't get me wrong, because I'm not attracted to 15 year olds at all. <laughs> but in other in other cultures and in countries, you know, uh, women are considered women at a younger age. Uh, right. Right. And um, I'm not as figure at all. I'm just saying, you know, there's just difference in opinion. Mm-hmm. But um, I just felt like what's good for one is good for the other. So if we're indicting uh, R. Kelly yes. for yeah. all the things that they said he did, uh, which was weird, right? Because they built, they had to build a, a discovery in order to indict this brother, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it was something like that was right there. They had to build they had, to, they had to build while this guy was in prison. When, you know, you got Hugh Hefner has been doing it in front of our face for years. Man. And, 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 and flashing it and making money off of it, right? And then, you you know, what's the comedian's name that married his uh, adopted daughter? Well, you Woody know, Allen. Woody Allen, Woody, yeah. Woody Woody Allen, Allen yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, then, uh, you know, I mean, it's mm. a few others. You know, Elvis Presley. Yep. You know, yep. uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Yes. Jerry Lee Lewis. But we, but we we don't talk about that stuff. Yeah. See, we can't talk well, about it. Well, well, uh, here's another one. Jay Z and Beyonce. Yeah. Well, she lied mm-hmm. about her age anyway. But, but brother, I'm just saying. You know, I mean, it's been done for years. You know, so if if R. Kelly's being, but I, let me rephrase that. I don't think Jay Z and Beyonce is in that same category. No. Uh, because you're right, I think she lied about her age, so who knows how old this child is. But uh, the rest of them, man, I mean, mm-hmm. if, it, if it's good for R. Kelly, it's good for the rest of these folks, you know. And so, I don't know, man. It, it just it just seems convenient that they, you know, they're going after this guy when you know Hugh Hefner made millions, the Playboy Mansion, yep. the Playboy uh, emblem. His Man. thing was the younger the better that was around his arm. Oh yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yep. You you make a good point on that too because, I mean, <laughs> we, 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 I'll just say really what it is is it's this country. I think never got over the fact that when black people came here as slaves, they never wanted them to be equal, and they right. passed that down to their generation and generation. They didn't want them to. I mean, because a lot of people say, "Well, my parents were slaves. I wasn't doing it," but you're still receiving benefits 
from your parents' actions and you're doing nothing to change it. That's the great Malcolm X pointed that out. So we're still dealing with those situations where you, you're still a black man. Didn't Jay-Z said you were a black man no matter what you do? Right. So, mm-hmm. so, so until we have those conversations with other people who are willing to do something rather than talk about it, then I don't see the point because there are many times where they'll say, well, you know what? We're going to see what you guys want because you guys did this Black Lives Matter thing. Y'all march. So what do you want? We'll give you a holiday and everybody can celebrate. And I think I want my reparations. That's <laughs> I, I, I want it, too. And let me ask you, let me, let me ask you, let me ask you brothers a question. Um, How old is the civil rights movement? Uh, let me see. Let me see. From the 60s. Probably, well, it probably started before the probably the fifties, sixties. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not. It's really not that old, really. Because I'm, I'm I'm trying to make a point here. Have you? So would you say sixty years? Sixty-five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll say. I'll say this. It's younger than my grandfather. How about okay, that? I, and, I, and, I, and, so, and he's and he's pushing ninety-five. So. I have a I have a ninety-six-year-old uh-huh. that's living with us right now. So. Uh, if it's 65, 70 years old, why is everything in black and white when they when they post pictures about yeah. the, about everything? I'm gonna tell you why. Because they want us to believe that it happened so long ago that we have to get over it. Right. Get mm-hmm. over it. Yeah, Look at the right. pictures. Look at yeah. the pictures. It, right. it, it, it happened point. so long. It happened so long ago. Look at the pictures. No, it didn't. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm working alongside people that old. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, you know, I mean, no, it didn't happen that long ago. So, you know, if that if if that ain't propaganda and just trying to people to get people to get over what took place, I don't know what it is. You know, you know, just my opinion. Yeah, society, like I said, is is I think it's controlled by people with money, and they. They, they spin it how they want to because going back to that Dave Chappelle special we talked about the baby and how uh, when the baby said his words and the, and the alphabet team got all upset about it mm-hmm. the fact, <laughs> every, everybody wanted to go talk to him but they wanted to educate him but when, when that dude with Mel Gibson had his breakdown and Kramer from had his yeah. meltdown. down. Uh-huh. Nope, nobody from the black community said we need to have a meeting with you to educate you nobody wanted to educate them so, not at all yeah, so so he's still out there needing that help because I think people I knew when I grew up I grew up in the seventies uh, and eighties in South Bend, Indiana. I was born in Chicago, but ended up going to South Bend, and I was one of the first black people to go to our school. Yeah, and they called me the N word so much I thought that was my name. So yeah. so these people they didn't forget that stuff, but like I said, you you can't let it that power be given to them. So I just like I learned that I've been through some things and, and it, it was hard for me to incorporate it to work a lot of time because I was always, you know, my parents had to talk to me. Hey, you got to be careful here. You can't do that. You can't go. Right. To this yeah. So I don't think. Well, well hold on, Ward. See, you got you, you to gotta remember something, too. Your your pictures were also, to Mike's point, were probably taken in black and white. So that's a long time ago, too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll accept that. I'll accept it. But, no, but my uh, point's still the same. I, I just don't like how society is able to get away with stuff. It goes back to Dave Chappelle. I think, to me, by him doing a special, he moved himself to GOAT status to me right now. He's up on the Mount Rushmore 
because he was doing what Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he did what they all did. He uses celebrity to say, okay, forget the money. I'm going to be real with you. And they don't like that. They don't, right. Because you put it in their face. Right. I agree. I agree 110%. You know, I enjoyed the special. I thought everything he said for the most part was accurate. Uh, in terms of, you know, I think he gave examples. Man, clear examples. And it was clear examples. And so, you know, and 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 he and he asked questions in his special too. Yep. You know, and so if anything, uh, when they meet, answer some of those questions. Yeah. What are you accomplish? What are you trying to get accomplished? What is it that you actually need other than not being ostracized in public? You know, and, and, and what 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 is it? What rights do you need, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because uh, just help me understand. Because at the end of the day, the the most confusing uh, folks is the uh, African Americans in in that group. You know, because it's like at the end of the day, you still don't get whether you mm -hmm. this or that. You know, mm -hmm. so <clears throat> I don't know. I don't well, know. Mike, to your point, you know, we, we, we all college graduates here. So let's let's think about this. We all have that that class on critical thinking, right? Being yeah, able mm -hmm. to, to determine exactly if, if a source is credible or not. Now, part of that critical thinking involves that 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 the, the that line of questioning that's used to say, hey, look, here's where we are today in this particular situation. And using Dave Chappelle as as that example, his question his line of questioning was was really pointed back to to a, a full circle view of what's going on in the world. You know, right. you think you think about scenarios that are out there that that racist uh, thinking mentality that's dominated a lot of history in the U.S. And for folks who are t tuning in to listen to that, yes, that racist thinking still exists. It goes oh, across yeah. all, you know, it goes across all all, all demographics, all 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 ages, all social levels all financial levels it's there no that is the worst kept secret in this country we all know that yeah so yeah. when he comes back and, and and uses that line of questioning to get individuals to think about what's happened in the past and how it's actually how certain individuals the letter people if you said <laughs> there the letter people you know going back and saying hey this is what they've they spun it to a point where if you if you sneeze the wrong way while holding a jelly donut and and making a question about a topic related to them all bets are off right you no know, not now 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 the gloves are coming off as well too it reminds me of that episode of seinfeld when kramer refused to wear the ribbon you know <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's that's where it's come to yeah and and, and kramer got beat down for it so yeah. let's, let's think about that so to, yeah. to the point of, of what he was basically kind of talking about across the board in, in, in genealogies and how he spun it back to to black folks say hey look how come how come this movement has moved so quickly and this movement that that's been going on the civil rights movement has been uh basically dragged, dragged, dragged to a point of just dare i say stop stop to a point where someone gets their neck stepped on oh my god do i do i need to go down that point and, and oh. now now it's a hot topic again but now it's it's not cooled off. This is right. go back a few months before that. Oh, Flint and the water. That That's was a hot topic. Six. 
Well, guess what? And then and then it's now now it's down it's gone back down again. Yeah. You, know, you can you can jump on a TikTok, you can jump on on Facebook at any time, or dare I say Meta at any time. Right. And right. see a video about someone being pulled over, and I get no sir, I got my camera on for my protection. Whew, that's the scariest thing right you there. Know? You know, so, by there you go. Having a having a you know a twenty five year old son and a fourteen year old son. You know, you know, having an adult son, you know, you you talk to them about things that they need to do when that being pulled over. Uh, But at the end of the day, they're adults and they're going to do what they're going to do. Then my 14 year old, that's oblivious to all of the (laughs) stuff that you and I and both of all of us went through in terms of, you know, injustice and difference and things of Mm -hmm. that nature. Because you know we're all friends, you know that's the way my 14 year old believes, and and I'm happy he believes that. But at the, you know, and I talked to him about, hey, police as you, dad, you overreact. No, I'm not. Right, <laughs> right. You mm-hmm. know, and, and so you know, I, I, it's it's so scary, man. It's just it so is. scary. It is. It's, it's I think the new now. It's it's the new now. I tell you that. Uh, well, to to that point, then well, let's just do a quick shout out to all the to the racists folks out there on either side of, of the of the of the melon line with 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 the mixed babies there you go well <laughs> mixed grandbabies. you know, you know? <laughs> let's just be real about it you know you got folks out there who who are who have feelings one way or the other for for race or not and they look down oh look down in their family tree oh they got they got mixed grandbabies now i think we all got that well two yeah. things two yes. things come to mind on that number one i do have a mixed grandbaby and it's okay for me but when i'm in the store with him i get all kind of looks but it, the second thing is back in the slave days the slave masters he would come in there and, and rape the women and do what he want to do and he would have kids with her and still let his kids be a slave yeah that's that's tough yeah i'm not not even gonna get into the fact that they would rape the uh, men too to break them down but Oh, that's the yeah, the the bug breaking. Yeah, yeah people don't talk about that. Cause I one day they was I saw the internet they were talking to school. They were saying well, slavery wasn't that bad. They had hmm. places to stay. They had housing. It wasn't society is making. I was like, okay, you know, just, I, that was the uh, educational. Uh, what's her name? She was the she was a Trump appointee. Edu- DeVos. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's that said that. And uh, what's the doctor that was a uh, Name housing director or uh, the black dude, uh, uh, Ben Carson. Ben Carson was kind of second in that, and I, yeah, it just it just blew me away. Yeah. You know, I, I I guess I guess because you're doing well, you know, people sometimes get oblivious to what other people have to deal with. So well, let's let's not forget that the whole situation with the housing complex, the the, the Garden Hills or anywhere you want to call them, that started off off as a as a social experiment what yes. happens when we put them all together in one place right well that's called prison but uh yeah. <laughs> you right but, yeah but you pay, and you pay rent too on top of it too that's right like, prison we're right. right. i, I want to say this about uh homosexuality since everybody's scared to talk about it this is my view on it just just mine you want to do disclaimer trey on behalf of the What's Up With War show, please understand that we are not condoning or denying or believing everything that Ward says. Now back to you, Ward. Thank you. Now, let's just say somebody <laughs> somebody uh, works with me and they smoke cigarettes. Now, I'm not a smoker, but he says, hey, man, 
you want to come outside and smoke with me? I was like, no, man, I don't smoke like that. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm going to have to stay away from that. What, does that mean I'm prejudiced against this man? Do I mean do I think I'm better than him? Or, or would he be wrong? He said, man, you need to come out and smoke cigarettes with me. See, we, we would deal with that. But same way if somebody says, hey, man, I'm a homosexual. This and that. Okay, that's fine. Do what you got to do. But you don't have to throw it in my face all the time. Just like cigarette smoke, I don't need that. So when I come out and say, I'm not down with that, you do you, how am I the bad person? How am I wrong? Because I don't condone this stuff. I'm not telling you that you shouldn't do it. I'm saying, here's the reason why I don't do it. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Um, you know, I, it's confusing to me why I need to know. You know, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I mean, that's, I mean, that's the whole thing. Why do I need right. to know? Oh my yeah. why make do it I, make sense. Why do I need to know? You know, um, and you know, I'm a, I'm gonna go back to it. I have a family member that's homosexual. And I asked him. I said, "Bro, why, why, why do I need to know?" Right. I'm, li- I'm, I'm living my truth, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. but. Again, your truth stops at the tip of my nose. You can back that up a little bit. I'm just well, saying. Well, I mean, Don't back it up. I mean, but why do I need to know? Never gave a good, uh, clear answer, and I don't think they know. You know what? You know what, Trey? We got a we got a trademark there. That's a T-shirt. Why do I need to know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, seriously. Now, if if it's clear that you are the way you are. From a behavioral standpoint, right? Yeah, uh, I get it, but that's your that's your that's your choice to behave in that way. Is you know, and so that's what that's what it's all a behavior, you know. Other than you know telling people, because what you do in closed doors is your business, totally. But the behavioral aspect of things, you want me to accept your behaviors, right? You know, it's just like you dealing with a, a co-worker that's, that just has a foul mouth. You want me to accept that you're cursing because that's you, mm-hmm. whether it's appropriate or not. That's not cool. That's not cool at all. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, so this is my opinion. You know, whatever you got to do, to get through your day, I guess you got to. <laughs> right. But, but I mean, I'm just saying, why do I need to know? I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I didn't ask. That's, a, that's <laughs> a, I'm going to use that. And, and, and I agree with you too on that so much because, I mean, I don't think, it's just like Dave Spell said, we're not saying anything negative or against uh, the LGBT ESPN crew, whatever the name, I get the letters wrong. Ooh, We're not saying nothing bad about that. Ooh. We're just saying that it's just like you, like you said. Why would you know? Let me let me transition to Kyrie Irving. Yes, because because I have a theme running through this show, and this theme is Kanye was on to something when he said slavery's a choice. Getting that shot is a choice too. NBA players that don't want to get the jab are kind of coming under you know the spotlight because Charles Barkley and others were saying that. Here's a quote from Kyrie. He said, this is about my life and I'm choosing to do. But in reality, in living in New York City, to be on a team, I had to be vaccinated. I'm choosing to be unvaccinated. And that's my choice. I would ask all of you just respect my choice. So when you think about Magic Johnson, he was allowed to play and he had a HIV or I don't know if he had AIDS or whatever, but he was allowed to play. Yeah. So well, I remember he came out in the press conference. I have AIDS. 
I don't know, you know. Jeez. I think he didn't know it. <laughs> he didn't know at that time. I, I don't know. I don't know. Only man who actually gained weight after getting HIV. Okay. Well, you know, he went. Yeah. To, he got a cure. He supposedly went to Africa and dealt with some brothers who got a, a cure for it. Because my friend, uh, who's a doctor in uh, Florida, he told me he said, "Yeah, they got a cure, but the money's going to come back. So people don't want to give you a cure for it." But that, that's that's off the point. But let's talk about what's y'all thoughts on Kyrie? Is, is this man wrong for not wanting to get the jab? I, start mm, start I, with Mike. You know what? Um, I don't think so. Um, I chose to get uh, to, to be vaccinated. Uh, I was sick last October. Really, really, really sick. Um, and so from what I've read, um, it, it would not only help me uh, lessen the chances of me uh, getting COVID again, but it would also help me keep it away from family members. Mm-hmm. So that was my thought process, you know, having a 96 year old grandmother living at our house um, that's not vaccinated because we were afraid of the after effects that would harm her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was my choice. I don't think he's wrong for it, but there's consequences to our actions, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't think they, I don't think it's a canceled thing. I think it's a New York, LA thing. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, LeBron James wasn't going to get vaccinated, but when realized that hey, you can't come into the facilities or participate in home games, mm-hmm. he immediately got vaccinated. It was no rap about that. Mm-hmm. Kyrie. Yep is choosing to not be vaccinated so by this choice there are consequences there are good and bad things you know um, that come, that from, ha- it. That come mm-hmm. from it and so yeah. I just think that one of the one of the things is is that folks are going to talk they're going to say their opinion about his, you know his choice and they're going to have their you know their, their two cents so yeah. you know that, that's where I'm at with it um, Ice Cube chose to not get vaccinated too. He walked away from nine million dollars the other day because he said he's not getting it. It's a lot of people who are not getting it, but they don't really talk about it. Matter right. of fact, the news around the world does not show you that a lot of country people in other countries are saying the same thing. They riding in other countries, but the news won't show that. Right. People are like we ain't doing that because uh, I got the shot too, and I didn't. I didn't want to do it. I was working at the, another company. I said, I'll just get it, just do it. I, I didn't care. But I don't think that it's a solution. I don't think it's a cure. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of unknown variables to it. And I think that in time, we're going to find out what, what really went down. Because you got this stuff out so fast for a virus. But yet still, the common cold's been around forever. The flu's been around forever. And now you're going to tell me I got to take a shot for this. It's some stuff in there that doesn't set right with me because people who have the shot are still dying. So this is this is different, Ward. This is something different, and and, and, and you know, it. Everybody that I talk to about it, you know, either are on one side or the other. There's nobody in the middle at times, right? You know, either the ones that's that really been sick, or or had a member in their family or someone close that's been sick or that died from it. They mm-hmm. take it real serious. The folks that contracted the virus and was able to do do a uh, you know do do a mile run and, and feel good they don't think it's that bad you know what mm-hmm. I mean there's nobody mm-hmm. really in the middle mm-hmm. and so but this is something different you know and, and I think it's something that was planning and, oh yeah and, oh definitely mm-hmm. 
you know, you know, the government, all governments been trying to fight wars without using people. Yeah, you got that right. And so, you know, I'm just wondering if this is something that wasn't supposed to come out. You know, mm. or was it? You know, I think, so, I think it was. And and, and, and and then what was the goal? Was it to get rid of, you know, because we was overpopulating the planet? You know, who knows, man? You know, but I, I just. That's absolutely I, what it was. I think it definitely was that because they, they, people were saying that for years that we got to reduce the uh, planet population. And even Obama talked about this before uh, Trump mm-hmm. got rid of that, that commission. He said, whatever, there's, there's a breakout with something, uh, you know, what do you, what do you say, Trey, about the uh, airborne passes? Yeah, mm-hmm. they knew. Because my understanding is we created the virus here because coronavirus has been around for years, but it was an animal. Somehow they mutated to, to humans, yeah. sold mm-hmm. it to China, broke mm-hmm. out over there, and then we knew it was going to happen. And the problem was your boy Trump disbanded everything. He, or maybe he did what he supposed to. I'm just saying some stuff ain't right. That's all I'm saying. I'm the not saying that. and the plans were in place to help you know, stem this tide long before this thing broke out. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. How how else would there be this big breakout of hey now now we have the situation now we're running hospitals are running low on respirators so now you're pressing you know private corporations to typically make vehicles and everything else to now start making respirators because of the components that are used for them mm-hmm. how else are you having all these other the, the Budweiser where they have this all of a sudden all of a sudden all this extra water now that can right. be used and all these other components used now to be making hand sanitizer. All these yes. things are flipped on a on a dime just like that. People got paid. How, you, you can't tell me that Eli Lilly and everybody else is sitting back like, yeah, okay, now when, <coughs> when, when do we go ahead and up our, when do we split our stock again? Yep. When do we start paying out these dividends to everybody? Right. Yeah. Yeah. People getting paid. Sorry. People yeah. are getting paid. Remember that movie a long time ago where the people put the sunglasses on and he could see the evil people and you take them off and you couldn't see them? Man, what Yo, was that movie? Uh, long time ago, crazy movie. <laughs> I, I remember. I'm trying to remember the movie. I know exactly what you're I, talking I, about. They live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, that's kind of okay. how I feel about it because I'm not saying that that you shouldn't get the uh, the vaccine if you want to or not. Because like I said it is a real thing. But my thing is, you're telling me that I can wear a mask and I can help protect myself, even though the people in the hospital got on a whole bubble suit. People paying cars have on this different type of mask, but I can wear this little thin mask here. And it's no proper way to throw it away. Just put it in the trash can, I'm good. And then you're telling me, you won't tell me what foods I need to eat to up my uh, immune system. You're not telling me any of this stuff. You're just saying, if you got to stay in the house for 10 days, you'll be okay. I'm like, mm, that, that, you know, it's just too many variables for me. But we're going to move on because we probably go on this all day. Let's get into some other stuff But before we wrap it up. Uh, today uh, in college football, I want to talk about this first. Michigan State played Michigan. So, look, look, Michigan won. Start. Didn't Michigan win? No. They, were, they was up no. and I left? No. Who won? You lied. Michigan State, 37-33. Yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> Trey, don't you have, on a, you have a Michigan shirt, don't you? You know what, man? Let me, let me let me tell you something about yourself. I'm just saying. I thought I saw you with a Michigan shirt on today. I thought they won. I do. I do. I'll I'll support my team, win or lose. It's all good. Obviously. My my statement is make Michigan great again. There you go. Uh, <laughs> okay then. Well, uh, let, let's let's talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. They they're currently sitting at three and three, and uh, we had some a lot of problems because people were talking about. Uh, should they possibly swap out Westbrook for Kyrie Irving? I think that's a great mm. move. 
Mm. What do you think about that, uh, Mr. Lee? You're a basketball prodigy. <laughs> is that is that a good nah. move? You know, um, I I think it would be a, an amazing move. Oh, um, I love it. Oh, that'd be so good. So so the problem, I think the problem with the Lakers is is that uh, you know just they're up in age, and also you know everybody has to find their defined roles. Mm-hmm. And so this last game when they played Cleveland, I yeah. think I think roles were more defined. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, Russ took less threes. He, he turned the ball less, turned over the ball less. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron may have to uh, take less threes and let Malik Monk and uh, Carmelo Anthony be the shooters. Yeah, uh, and they just need to tighten up the lineup a little bit. Uh, Brooklyn, they have a bunch of guys that didn't sign. You know, have you ever? If 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 I didn't sign up for this shit, oh, excuse me, excuse me, I'm sorry. I, I, I if I didn't sign up for this stuff, was a meme. That's uh, them. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. sorry for the curse word. You but, good? You good? Yeah. But 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 uh, because none of those guys, other than uh, James Harden and and and, and Kevin Durant signed up to play those that many minutes you know those are a bunch of guys that they thought they were backing up people right right <laughs> you know they, they thought i mean uh you know lamarcus always thought he was gonna back up somebody i mean you know and, and the list goes on blake griffin he thought he was backing up somebody. you know blake thought he was gonna come off the bench right yeah and, yeah. and, and, and then look like wait a minute you want me to play all these minutes right yes. oh who no uh-uh. they, yes they definitely need, need to pull the trigger and um, but and can also, you actually see? Hold on, for one, one quick second. Can you actually see Kevin and Russ being back together again in Brooklyn? Can yeah. you actually? See yes. Them? Can yeah. you? Yeah, they all all three of them together. Harden, mm. Harden, we with them too. I mean, but but well, I mean, mm. I mean, can you could be okay with somebody and just not really want to work with them? And it was he got. I mean, Kevin Durant got tired of the same thing happening over and over again, so he wanted to experience something different. You know, Kurt Flood. Kurt Flood was the grandfather of this free agency. He went to court. You know who Kurt Flood won, is? Yeah, he won yeah. that right. Yeah, he he, he uh, created this atmosphere for these guys. You know, so that way they can see they can be the masters of their destiny. You know, and so I I don't see nothing wrong with it. I'm not that much of a fan where I'm like, you have to be like Michael Jordan and play with just a Scottie Pippen and a bunch of guys that look like auditors and scientists. No. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You know, if, if you have an opportunity to work at Apple or or, 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 or go uh, work at or go work at Safeway, I'm gonna go work at Apple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You, you get what I'm saying? So and, I'm, question. and so I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to have a better job. There's nothing wrong with wanting to uh, save your body. There's nothing wrong with wanting to have a better opportunity. But I think these guys are old enough to understand that, hey, you know what? Maybe my role during that time wasn't the right role. And I might have to do this. But I think the better trade would be Ben Simmons. Yeah. uh, Ben Mm -hmm. Simmons versus Kyrie. Either one. Either one. You can't, can't, Kyrie, a a straight up beast. He got you on all. He can shoot, play defense, and you run off. Ben Simmons can't shoot, which he should be able to. But it's okay you, you if he think. don't. Does it matter though? 
No, it don't matter. It don't matter. I take it. Let's talk about what he does. Ben Simmons guards the best player mm-hmm. on everybody's team. He's he's 6'11", 6'10", 6'11". He's the most unselfish player in the league. He, 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 he leads the rebounding. He leads in rebounding for all guards. He's, he's probably uh, a top two or three uh, defensive player of the year every mm-hmm. year he plays. Yep. And in fast breaks and steals, he gets eight to ten points a game. Mm-hmm. Yep. For for volume shooters, he's the perfect teammate. Yes, you're right. He would be a better fit. You're right. Do you think Joel was was asked to go out there and actually make that statement on behalf of Ben Simmons? Absolutely. He was, he was, he was <laughs> <laughs> you better get out there. <laughs> show your support. Show some love. Yeah. <laughs> you got this kid talking about mental health and everything else. Yeah. You know, he's going to milk it. But, yeah. no, nah, that's just my opinion, man. I just think, you know, uh, you know, I'm not that much of a fan where I'm like, oh, KD was soft for going to Golden State. No, he went to the best team available. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Exactly. <laughs> they, they, people don't like it when players decide mm-hmm. what I call it. I read this book called The $40 Million Slave. They don't like it when, when the slave picked his own plantation. They don't right. like that. So that's exactly what he did. But I I probably wouldn't have went to there because he left to go to the team that beat him. That was hard it is to win. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's hard, man. I know that. But dang, uh, I mean, that, that's like that's like say say we worked at a trucking company, right? And then we went to the competition. Uh, I, that, 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 mm. How much they paying? I man, but you say we we see each other. Uh, but, uh, what, what's interesting is that the uh, the the West got. It seemed like everybody in the West went to the East when LeBron came out there because they said LeBron was over there picking daisies every year running through the playoff. Then he got there. KD left. Uh, uh, what's his name? Left. Uh, Harden left. Westbrook had left. Everybody mm-hmm. left when LeBron came. So what does that tell us? I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's a coincidence. I just think that was just an opportunity. You know, uh, I've always felt like the East, uh, low, low scores, but hard, right? The West, heavy D, heavy D, yes. Right, and then the West was a lot of scoring, nope. no defense, no. and then and it showed <laughs> in the clash, um, you know, conference final. I mean, and you know, in, in the championship games, you know, it showed. You know, it was it was it was grinder, you know, grinder mm-hmm. games, mm-hmm. and so you know, uh, I just think that you know, Brooklyn was brand new, brand new arena. Brand new owners that was willing to spend a whole lot of money, a whole lot of opportunity there. You know, uh, you know, a lot of people, if you haven't lived in the East Coast before, you know, it's nice out there, you know, a culture and, you know, I mean, he probably was like, hey, you know. No, it's cold out there. (laughs) Forget that. Mm -hmm. uh, Now, let me ask you about this then. Uh, last week, Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis got to a shoving match on the bench. Is that is that trouble in paradise? I think so. I think so. I mean, Dwight Howard, he, he's an example of uh, uh, what's bad with the AAU. And I know I go long. Mm-hmm. I get I get long winded with a lot of my answers, but uh, him and Josh Smith, um, 
were examples of um, AAU coaches taking guys that are physically bigger and stronger than other guys and just just making it so win within their club. So what mm-hmm. they would do is they would design plays that uh, Dwight Howard was just catching lobs and he'd catch 15, 20 lobs a game. Dunk, you know, back pick dunk, back pick dunk. Mm-hmm. Never never worked on his game. Mm-hmm. And then when he got to the league, he was, you know, he was physically stronger than everybody, more athletic. Um, Shaq was in, in, you know, declining. So there was really no big men. Mm-hmm. Back injury hit. He has no game. Yep. He, he can't play. He, can't he is play. very one dimensional. He can't, very he can't play. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. He can't play ball at all. And mm-hmm. so what he, what does he do? He fouls. Mm-hmm. And all he, he's out there pushing and shoving. He's fouling. Uh, he, he he looks uncoordinated when he when he when he's trying to lay the ball up because he he has no lift anymore. Mm-hmm. And and so he's out there doing stupid stuff. So yeah, AD shook him up. You know, you, man, I thought you was Dwight Howard. Right, right, <laughs> you yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. You know, he getting he getting a limit. You know, yeah. it's like buying a bad car. Yep. The engine broke. My engine's broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> right. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. I, I wish they could have got uh, uh, JaVel McGee back instead of Howard. Excellent. Man. Uh, yep. Yeah. What about, what about well, DeMarcus Cousins? Is he, he back? At? Is he healthy again? I don't know. I know. I haven't heard nothing about him. He's been crickets, right? Mm, yeah, he's somewhere. Uh I got two more questions for you. Number one, do you think Frank Vogel is a real coach because he sucked in Indiana? And number two, what do you think about Depot fumbling the bag? Depot and uh, the guy from L.A., the little redhead, red kid, whatever his name is, went to Boston. So so I think bad representation. So let's talk about Frank Vogel. Uh, Frank um, Frank Vogel is – he he has he had an opportunity to uh, manage talent, you know, and so uh, from what I hear, he's a good people person. Yeah, it probably um, is. And so that helps when you have a lot of talent around you. Uh, the test is going to be when LeBron James is gone, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, and, and how he manages that. Tyrone so, Lue can tell you that. Absolutely. <laughs> But Lou's figuring it out because yeah. you know he's coming up with schemes and you know he's he's actually uh, writing on the board. Right. Uh, a lot of them coaches ain't writing on the board; it's some assistants. You yeah, know? you're right. Well, that, <laughs> that's that's why I think that uh, the Lakers got vocal because they wanted Jason Kidd, but Jason Kidd was coming off the DUI, so they really couldn't you know put him in the front you know front light like that. So Mark Cuban didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know he he different. <laughs> He's definitely different. But but to ask for these guys, these young fellas, you know, fumbling the bag, you know, the bag is so huge, right? So they they, you know, they're thinking that uh, they're worth more than you know a lot of these coaches are thinking. And playing with LeBron James hurt uh, the guy that went to Boston, in my opinion, because. He didn't have an opportunity to show how good of a point guard he was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be- because he, he played off the ball most of the game. They still offered $88 million. Yeah, but he, he he thought that he was better than that. You know, so in bad representation, man. Whoever representing that cat uh, needs to be fired twice. Yep. And, then, yep. and, and then, you know, the other guy, man, I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah, Depot, he passed on the money because he, 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 he was off like $112 million. I think he's making $5 million now. Do you like, think he's a good player? Yes, I've seen a dude in person. Dude, he's he's the real deal, man. Mm. Oh, he, Depot? Yes. You put him on the right team? Yeah. Mm. He's like a Ben Simmons. He can do it. I seen this dude in Indiana, man. We was playing, uh, I was at the game, and he was playing the Lakers or somebody. And he was just moving in like a slow motion and poetry, man. The crowd was on his every whim. And he just let it rip. The crowd jumps in unison together. He's good. He just got to be on the right fit. And this was when he was playing with the Pacers? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Or, or was he just better than all the Pacers that was playing? Pacers have always <laughs> had a <laughs> Pacers have been broken misfit toys since the Davis brothers. So let's just be honest. <laughs> you ain't you 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 told the truth right there because uh no you know like, that Pacers organization is in disarray. I mean they are they, man, they are just they are dysfunctional. And that they dysfunctional when 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 uh when what's his face was out there and uh trying to say the uh what was the big Roy when Roy yeah, was there. Well, you didn't Roy, know what happened. Yeah, we know all happened with his him and his family now. Right. Family that was Paul been, George. Mm. So, so you can't tell me they're not broken. So the, been Paul, broken. the Paul George thing, you know, Paul George spoke out and he and, and just not to be long winded, he just basically said, "I was all in with the Pacers, you know, I didn't, I was going to do the Reggie Miller thing." And he had reached out to Anthony Davis. Uh, Anthony, yeah, Anthony yep. Davis wanted to play with Paul George at that yep. time. He went to the organization. He's like, man, I, we got we got AD. They looked at him and said, we're a small market team. And basically, we're not going to spend that kind of money. Mm. What? Wow. wow. I'd have been a Pacer fan. Mm. In, mm-hmm. addition, in addition to that, Paul George was always on the pl- trading block. Yep. Always. And he was one, he, he went to him the first time and he said, hey, what's going on? Oh, nothing. It's just how rumors are. Second time, ah, oh, well, you know, everybody, you know, so mm-hmm. he has he has to be traded, yeah. you know. So I mean, I, I mean that that organization is terrible. And then they hired somebody from Toronto. I think that was like the last coach on the bench. He was close to me in the equipment, man. And and then I, a coach that we had never heard of. I had never heard of. It. You know, I think that they're on a better track with hiring. Um, What's his name? That's coaching the Pacers now. Is that that black dude? No, 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 no. Uh, oh, they got shit. the old dude back again. They used to have before. Yeah, but I, I mean, he was at he was at Dallas, but I mean, he was successful with the Pacers. Yeah. Now they got to get him some personnel, so they need to get rid of the general manager and the, and the president that's making all these decisions. Carlisle, they, Rick Carlisle, he's back. Rick Carlisle, yeah, Rick Carlisle's back. back. That's the uh-huh. best thing they've done in five years. What? Carlisle sucked too. You could have brought Vogel back because he sucked. Listen, mm. listen, Carlisle had a better record with the Pacers. I don't want nobody coaching me who can't hit a jump shot. I mean, really? I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes they make the best coaches. Look how bad, ter- look how terrible uh, 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 Phil, Phil, Phil Jackson was. But well, Phil, he, Phil also had tech, so Phil yeah. wasn't doing too much. So. But but Phil <laughs> Phil was at least a decent player, though. I mean, he was he did something. I mean, Phil was terrible. Phil was terrible. Even in his youth, he walked the way he walks now. Wow, that's bad. That's bad. 
I mean, I mean, let's look at the coaches. I mean, the San Antonio coach, he wasn't very good in college. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. a lot of these cats, you know, they, you know, Phil Handy is 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 looked at to be the best trainer ever. He is, ain't he? Yeah, but 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 his playing career, he was terrible. Yeah, you're right. I think you get better. I, I remember Phil. I remember Phil. I was like, man, you didn't do that in, in the league and and in college. <laughs> yeah. He he got it now. I see him, man. He he be teaching them boys. He be doing some stuff. I was like, dang. But you know what? I want to go back to something you said earlier, Michael. You, you had made a point about uh, coaches not cussing their players out and stuff. Right. I, was, I was thinking about John Wooden, man. They do one, what, 10 championships, seven straight at one point. They say only thing he did if he get upset, he raised his eyebrow. He never raised his voice at one time to them kids, man. And he, he was able to get teenagers to the big dance right. all them years. I was like, how did he do that? How? Just- I think he role modeled a certain behavior that people admired at, during that time. And in addition to that, uh, they were extremely fundamental, right? Yeah. So if you missed the mark, their fundamentals kicked in and just made them look just amazing. And Man. then and it, and top, on top of that, you know, when you have uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and and, 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 and uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, Bill Bill Walton. Yep. When you have those guys, I mean Michael Warren. Michael Warren. You when you have those guys uh, that played under him, I mean it's hard to hard to miss the mark, right? Well, you know, I think he did more than that. I think he took regular people too, because he his thing was we all won. He's he they all put their socks on the same way, same time. <laughs> and one thing he did that I was so amazed that they were going to play this tournament in New York and they had to drive these van, uh station wagons up there because one dude didn't want to fly. He said, Well, one dude don't fly, none of us fly. They right. said, Well, we're not letting this black dude play. So Wooden was like, Okay, we ain't playing in your tournament. I mean, he was doing that stuff back in the days. Right, right. That was that's you don't see that nowadays, man. I mean, they, well, there wasn't a lot of money involved in there either. But I was just so impressed by how this little quiet—he might be a Yoda. This little quiet man—he <laughs> out there getting all these black. He got more black dudes to the promised land than a uh, uh, what's that dude in Miami? What's the dude name? Uh, he used to be in Lakers. He was in Lakers and he went to Miami. Oh, uh, uh, you talking about Pat Riley. Yeah, Pat Riley. He was taking black dudes to the championship like like old boy. So mm. I, I was impressed by him. <clears throat> you, know, you know, Pat Riley played for that uh on that Kentucky uh team where uh, that coach was uh uh didn't want any African American yeah. players. Oh, team. okay. Yeah. Okay. So he played on that team. He it, now whether he uh, stood and, and 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 represented those views. I'm not sure. Evidenced by his, his coaching career, it seems like he's been square with everybody. But he was on that team. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're right. He sure was. I remember I saw that in that movie. Yeah. Um, we got a couple more things I want to get to. Um, did you have a question, Trey? I don't want to jump. No, go on. ahead. Go ahead. They, they came out with the top 75 the other day, and uh, a lot of people weren't known there, like. Uh, let me see. Well, did, did Reggie Miller make that list? He did. I don't think he should have made it. Uh, what? What? Uh, <laughs> on behalf of the What's Up with Ward show, we, <laughs> you're not condoning that last statement for everyone who lives in Indiana with Ward. Thank you. Okay. Now back to you. Ward. Okay, look. Who Say it Clay, again. Clay, Clay Thompson <laughs> or Reggie Miller? Which one are you picking up? They both in their prime. Who you got? There wouldn't be a there wouldn't be a Clay Thompson without a Reggie. Without Miller. without a Reggie, yeah. And, and, and Reggie and, couldn't play no D. 
But but uh, who could? So here's the thing, MJ. Man. I mean, yeah, but that's Mike. You said who? I'm just saying. <laughs> but 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 you know these you know these 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 um these themes that who was better, Kyrie or Allen Iverson? Well, I would hope Kyrie would be better because he took everything Allen Iverson did right. yeah. and, and, and added 2021 to it. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, you're right. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So now, now here's the thing. If Allen Iverson was born during the time Kyrie was born, who would it be better with the same mentality? Uh, That's the question. Good question. You're right. With the same training with the same everything. Because all of Allen Iverson's moves are already out. And Allen Iverson is learning Allen Iverson's moves, but adding his own twist to it. Just think, mm-hmm. man. You know, I mean, I mean, there wouldn't be a Clay Thompson. There wouldn't be a Ray Allen without a Reggie Miller. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. I just, I just didn't like him because I thought he was just by himself. <sighs> well, for the most part, yeah. <laughs> by he himself, was like, <laughs> I, he had I no know. help. I just don't know. I don't know, man. Y'all, you're pressing the brother. Let, let, <laughs> let, let me switch it over to, to, to a topic that I know Trey would love. Let's talk about the Steelers. Why do you got to go there, man? <laughs> <laughs> I just hey, I, they, they didn't draft the quarterback in 2020 in the NFL draft. They started the year off nine and zero, right? Until yeah. Big Ben suffered a knee injury mm-hmm. in Week Nine. The team didn't plan for the unthinkable of big because Big Ben is no Peyton Manning, right? Not at all. So okay, okay, here we go. Make so, your point. So we might as well just go and be honest. We know the Bucks going, Buccaneers going to go and win this thing. So we we probably just going back to basketball. But my point I want to ask you was, who was a better quarterback, Peyton Manning, Big Ben, or uh, what's the guy from New England going? Uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Which one? You, you, we all we all know the answer. That's going to be Tom Brady. You know, Tom Brady. Tom Brady had the better coaching. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's number two then? Uh, I'm, I'm going with Peyton. Mm. What does Big Ben fit in on this? Unfortunately, I don't think Big Ben's going to be in the top five for some of these 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 you know unorthodox polls that we have out here nowadays. <laughs> yeah, that's all so, I'm going to so, say. So, yeah. So with Ben Roethlisberger, um, you know he's he's always been tough to watch. You know he reminded me of a, 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 a overweight Dan Marino. You know, I remember when Dan Marino played, he had all of the tools, but he would just make bad decisions, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 from people watching that, that groomed a, a Brett Favre that had a little bit more uh, success, but made a lot of bad decisions. You get what I'm saying? And so, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I've never been a big fan of Big Ben, you know. Me either. Uh, Maybe. Especially, especially after uh, didn't he rape somebody? And he raped separate. Hey, he, oh, he raped oh, oh, a whole. That's bunch a very, of that's a very strong use of words on that one. So you, let's, okay, I, I, uh, I would be careful saying rape when 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 that was he was not convicted of rape. I'm gonna okay. say this: the alphabet crew people were scared of him too because he he didn't discriminate. But go ahead. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> For a man who don't know who don't fall, bat, fall, fall football, you still got a lot to say, don't you? I'm, I'm just saying. I, know I didn't people. know that. I know highlights. I didn't know. I didn't know. I you got to watch Ben. You got to watch Ben. I'm just saying. Hey, oh, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I was just playing. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, now, now, man, I, I'm, I'm a big Peyton Manning fan because uh, 
small market. Yeah. Uh, uh, cokehead uh, owner. Uh, didn't want to spend any money. Man, that's and, Indiana. Period, though. And, yeah, man. And, and, and he made he made do with with he had, well, what he had, and then you know. So I mean. I mean, I mean, he turned a lot of guys into Hall of Famers. Reggie Wayne, uh, 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 what's the other brother's uh, name? Get bracket. Get no, I'm talking about. I'm talking about the other wide receiver. Oh, Reggie uh, Wayne. Who was on team? But oh god, I don't remember. I don't oh. even like. I don't like the Colts. So I don't know. Oh man, but uh, I mean. I mean Marvin Harrison. He ran. The, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember him. Yeah, ran the ran some of the best routes ever. So I mean, you know, and then then he took some guy. I mean, you know, I just I just felt like he did what he could with, with what he had. You know, Tom Brady. You know, he had an amazing system. You know, for the most part, he had some help at times. Why you why know. did they care, why did they care that time about the the football being underinflated? What what that got to do with football? How, how does that matter? What, what, what different. I, I am so clueless on that. Uh, <laughs> Gripping the ball. Is that what that was? It. Being able to squeeze it. Yeah. yeah. How much How much can you actually get on? How much? How well can you hold on to the football? It's like it's like, like a basketball player who could actually pawn the basketball or not. You know, are they going to have a better grip or not? Mm-hmm. Look at it that I way. Just, I just thought, it, I thought but, it was crazy. But they both got the same football. <laughs> There's no competitive advantage. But they got different, si- different size hands. So, you know, I'm not saying whose hands are bigger because, you know, you know, one president made a point to say he had very big hands. We all know that's <laughs> right. No. right. Don't know who that could have been. Jesus. Yeah. Well, what about this then? The, do you think, I think football is really organized violence. And when we think about a lot of things that happen, like Ray Rice, who's still worth $13 million. Uh, I think athletes are, are kind of coddled all through high school and college. And they learn I can get away with certain hey, hey, things. Now. Yeah. You see where it goes with that, Mike? You see where it goes with that? Well, weren't weren't y'all kind of coddled like that? If the bigger star you I know I know I was and and uh I was smart enough to uh get out of Mm -hmm. that 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 realm. Otherwise I don't know where I'd be. But uh and and I and I saw a lot a lot of that with my daughter. Uh, but she chose to, um, you know, take higher classes and, you mm-hmm. know, and things of that nature. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is, man. You know, yeah, it is what it is. All right. Let's move on to the section of the show called getting to know you or this time we got to do random thoughts because uh, random questions because you, you so knowledgeable on it. Did you want to go ahead and hit them off some tray or you want me to get going? Go ahead. You start off, and I'll, I'll follow up after that. All right. What do you? Who do you think had the best college basketball team from the nineties, eighties, and two thousand? Oh wow! Oh, it's just one of them for all those years. Because I, I once stands out in my mind. Uh, I would say eesh, it's kind of tough. It's between Kentucky and Duke. Oh my gosh, he missed the whole mark. Look at this. Mm. You don't you don't remember the UNLV running rebels? They was thirty four and one. Larry Johnson, Stacey Augman, so, so, Greg so, Anthony. Oh, so we're so we're doing just one, just, just one out of all them. Just over the last thirty years, which one was the best? Because you, you remember UNLV? They was talking about they could beat pro teams. They were scared. People were scared of this team. You know what? I'm a bit. I was a I was a big fad five. Yeah. yeah Say it yeah. again. One more time for the people on back. 
that was my five. that was my second five. team. Yeah, yeah. But UNLV UNLV was tough with Grandma Ma and Stacey and them. But yeah, I, I mean, uh, I think uh, Thad Mata was uh, uh, an innovator in, in regards to allowing players to let them play mm-hmm. their game. Uh, you know, it, it, they would have, they would have a, a, a strong distance. I guess it would be UNLV because it wouldn't gotta be, be. It wouldn't be UN. It wouldn't be no Fab Five without UNLV. So it was only a year apart. Uh, the UNLV Rebels was thirty four and one in ninety ninety one, and Fab Five came twenty four and eight in ninety one ninety two. So like next year too, they was right after each other. But I think UNLV they were literally saying they could beat teams. I think they were saying it's unfair they had this kind of team and it's like charge. You know they're criminals. They're and 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 a side note on that, y'all remember Greg Anthony? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This dude, when he was in college in UNLV, you know, he was gambling. They all graduated as millionaires because they was buying property and betting on the games while they was at UNLV. That's and, why they lost that last game. In addition to that, a lot of those guys went to uh, JUCOs. And so they were grown men. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You, you get what I'm saying? So a lot of them went to JUCOs. And I can't remember. I know, I know, uh, I know Grandma Ma went to a JUCO. I'm not sure if Stacey Ogman went to a JUCO, but you know they were they were adults when they you know when they got to UNLV. Yeah, they sure yeah. were. And yeah. it's bigger and stronger than everybody. So yeah, uh, and I think a lot of coaches took that model and, and, and rolled with it. So and, did. Yeah. And, and uh, Michigan was one. So yeah. yeah, that's how Mary the Matrix got in. He went to uh, Vincennes, I think. Yeah. So yeah, do you think if the Fab Five would have would not have went to Michigan and went to Jackson State University, all black school, would they still be the Fab Five? Uh, no, notoriety. Yeah. Would you say trade? No, what? I would just say the notoriety that comes from being at, at the bigger school. That's all. Just I, marketing the media. That's all. Well, my my thing is is that you know just by by going to the H, going to an HBCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they would always try to mirror what the other bigger schools were doing, right? Mm-hmm. But but the real innovators were didn't care about what everybody else was doing, and it was about what they thought was best. And a lot of times, they don't think they don't do what they think is best because they're scared of what other people might say. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I think uh, who would have started? I, I don't I don't think uh, any school would have started all those freshmen, right? Right. You, know, mm-hmm. you know, or would have taken a chance on uh, those, those guys coming out of those JUCOs in, in UNLV. You know, it, it takes a innovative thinking. And, you know, a lot of these HBCUs, I'm, I'm scared to say, other than, you know, Deion Sanders and, you know, and a few others, uh, they're not thinking outside of the box. You know, they're not thinking that they're going to be competitive. They have this, all right, we're playing this big school. They got a lot of money. these weird speeches instead of now nah, we're gonna kick their butt, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. you know. And so, <clears throat> now nah, I, 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 I will, I, I want to say yes, but no, I don't think they would have been good going there. And okay. you, well, you know what's, what's what's funny about it? The folks who really know about the players coming from the HBCUs and from these smaller markets, it's the pro scouts who are out right. there in the trenches, and yeah. they say, "Well, where'd this guy come from? Where'd you find him from?" Or, or would. When Mel Kiper is surprised about somebody, it's because he didn't know about him from the jump. Let's just right. That's okay. clear. There you go. Back. Yep. Go ahead, Trey. What's your question? So here's here's a very quick question. Uh, 
let me go back to my, 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 my if you were a superhero what superpower would you have and how would you use it <laughs> I love it um superpower so I, I I would be I would I would want the strength okay yeah and how would you use it uh stop wars so you want to be the Hulk yeah I would stop wars Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's peace or else <laughs> you dealing mm-hmm. with me <laughs> yeah. All you right. know what I mean okay. yeah, so, so I would right. stop wars yes. alright let me hit you off uh, Bruce Lee versus Muhammad Ali who's going to win that uh, Muhammad Ali easy yeah Bruce Lee actually said that he, I couldn't believe it I, I thought Bruce Lee would mop him up but he he said no he said something about Muhammad Ali the way he moves and his, his confidence he said he's probably the only person I couldn't beat and for Bruce Lee to say that I was just blown away <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, because in, in, in addition to that, Bruce Lee was 120 pounds, 130 pounds. So that would uh, mean that. that would... Oh, it means it means a, a lot, you know. I don't know I, I, man. Martial listen, arts, I, man. Listen, uh, you you watch you take one. I mean, yeah, if you have a, a a huge pain tolerance and you're not breaking limbs, what are you gonna do to me at 130 pounds? Irritate you. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and look good doing it until I grab you. Yeah, you know, yeah. I got a high I got a high pain tolerance. So you kicking me, bah, bah, you know, you bouncing around, yeah, I'm taking it. And and you have and those punches haven't broken anything, give you an advantage. Yeah. Yeah, you better run, man. Okay, well let, let me change my <laughs> question then. Let me change my question. Well, go ahead, Trey. I'll come back. Okay, well, here's here's another one that's kind of off the wall for you. All right, Mike. So someone gives you an elephant, okay? Now, you can't sell it, and you can't give it away. What do you do with that elephant? Wow, you can't sell it or give it away. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start an elephant ride company. <laughs> they go crazy. They kill people. Man. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start an elephant ride company and we're gonna make some money off of this. You gotta make some money. Okay. You know? All right. Uh he better have some good insurance, at least two million dollars per episode, but uh that's neither <laughs> Give me the Mount Rushmore, the four people. I want your basketball person up there, I want your football person up there, I want your golf person up there, and your tennis person, the ultimate Mount Rushmore, who you got? Oh man, that's tough, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. that's we do it. What's up with war? We do it hard for you. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna go with Mike. Which that's one? Mike. Which Michael, one? Michael Jordan. <laughs> okay, basketball's done. Yep. Basketball, uh, football. Deion Sanders. Mm. Uh, because of how he changed the game, my favorite player to emulate was Leon Lett. A lot of mm. people don't know who he is. He played for the Dallas Cowboys, defensive uh, lineman. <laughs> yeah, I, I patterned my game after him, but I was uh, I was a rough imitation. I wish I was as good as him, but um, but no, Deion Sanders, um, um, baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people don't like that brother, but I'm a, I'm a I was always a Barry Sanders. Yep, I did too. Yeah, I, I was huge Barry Sanders uh, guy, and then uh, tennis. Tennis. Um, I wish I could combine them both, but Serena Williams, huge fan, huge fan. And then golf, 
you know, I'm gonna roll with Tiger. Okay. Okay. So he sounds racist. Okay. Go ahead, Trey. <laughs> Okay. All right. This, this, this is another question. That's going to... Here's another one that's going to take you off your mark. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Jesus. Go ahead, Trey. All right. So, Mike, would you rather fight 100 duck sized horses or one, one horse sized duck? Oh. <laughs> what? Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses? Oh my god! Or one horse-sized duck? I know my answer. Dang! A one horse-sized duck? Are you crazy? Have you seen those Canadian geese? No, I haven't. So I'm not sure. Those Canadian geese is always out here, man. That's always just in the street, always blocking the up the road. Are you talking about, them, talking about the big things? Yeah. Yeah, I'm but sure. then look, now imagine one of imagine one of those things. Now I say, okay, duck and a, and a and a goose, not, not exactly the same, but they burst. But a a horse sized goose or or horse sized duck, man, wow. I'm, I'm I'm out. Yeah, I'm, you you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I'm just thinking about because they aggressive too. They be they, uh-huh. they, they try to stand on you and everything. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. That's why you got to have an elephant riding business. All right. <laughs> My next question. Here we go. Um, uh, do you help out or mind your business? I help out. Uh, so you saw you saw two people getting beat down in the light, uh, two crips fighting blood, and you driving by, you can help out. You know what? Uh, you from California. <laughs> I, you know, I, you know what? I'm going to mind my business uh, on that one. <laughs> but, but actually, I did see something uh, uh, a few days ago. A young fella, mm-hmm. uh, he had been shot. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it, it was over uh, uh, over there by uh, what is it? Uh, Massachusetts. Um, mm-hmm. I heard the gunshots, and uh, but I, I was kind of going down, down that street anyway. He had, uh, I guess, they ran into a house or something. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, whoever was driving was no longer in there. And uh, I saw it. I saw him slumped over. So I called the police. So I'm going to help out okay. you know, if I see something because I would want somebody to help my children out, you know. But but uh, gang fights, uh, that's on them. Right. Because <laughs> they choose. That's a choice, right? They're choosing that. You know, they're choosing to be part of that kind of thing. So yeah, you're right. Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead, Trey. Okay, <clears throat> if you could get rid of one state in the, in the United States, what state would it be and why? Wow, uh, Mississippi. <laughs> I, I hate Mississippi. I hate it down there. Get get rid of it. It's darker than than everything. Uh, no street lights. I get rid of it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, my question is, would you rather take a punch from Mike Tyson in his prime or get dunked on by Brittany Griner at your family reunion? I'm getting dunked on. <laughs> you ain't got a problem with that one. I don't have a problem at all. She dunked on a, a lot of men. A whole lot of men. And she's going to keep dunking on men. Uh-huh. I, I'm not one of those guys that says, oh, they can't, they can't play. I know they can play. Oh, so. heck yeah. Heck yeah. Especially, it's this one girl. I forgot her name. Uh, I'll think of it later. Go ahead, Trey. You got one. Okay. Hey, Mike, what kid's movie is scary to you? 
I think me, me is definitely Coco Melon. I hear that sound. I run it high, but uh, you know what? Uh, I never, I never been a fan of Barney. Right? That was always creepy to me. <laughs> you know, I love. Yeah, I never been a you know big fan of Barney. So, mm-hmm. hey, okay. um, so right. I, yeah, that show was kind of. Oh no! You know what? The other, the the guy that used to dress up in the purple outfit, Prince. Uh, the, no, the brother that that was on Nickelodeon, he used to uh, he used to dress up in a purple outfit. That was crazy to me. I was like, man, why is he? Why is these kids watching this? Uh, and he purple was like, outfit. yeah, he was like, uh, he was like, who's with me? You know, just it was just creepy to me. I was like, why don't y'all watch cartoons? Y'all like this? <laughs> it, oh man, what is that? Uh, you know, when they started coming out with these like non-cartoon shows, I just thought that was kind of. Mr. Rogers with suits on, you know, I just thought mm. it was weird, mm. you know. So okay, okay, I'm lost. Okay, better song, "Smile," Sarah "Smile" by Hall and Oates or Bobby Caldwell "Do for Love." Oh, "Smile," mm, tough one. Okay, Trey. Hmm. What do you think about when you're alone in a car? Uh oh, be careful. It's a family show. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do you know like what? Barney. You know what? Um, no, just uh, just the next what my next move. You know what mm-hmm. what I'm, what I'm gonna do mm-hmm. uh, if it's I'm um, taking one of my kids to you know somewhere. It's always basketball related, seem like so. Okay, uh, or we got training or next game. You know or that kind of thing. Or uh, or, or uh, you know just work. You know you know how work is. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Make sure I'm on point on that. So just yep. that kind of stuff. Uh love Jones or Love and Basketball? Ooh, that's a tough one. I love them both, both classics. Uh you know what, man? I like spoken word. I, I'm I'm a Love Jones guy. Yeah, okay. I love that. Okay. that that and Cooley High for me. Cooley High, yeah, yeah. Cochise. Man. Bad, bad, yes. bad. Got the jumper. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Trey. Okay. If you could choose one song to play every time that you walked into the room for the rest of your life, what song would it be and why? Uh, uh, Fred Hammond, Bless. I'm Bless. I'm Bless. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, my, I got two two questions because I think the first one you got to answer real quick. So I got to ask him two. Uh, friends or living single? Uh, living single. Why? Just never been a friends guy. Uh, I just I never gave it a chance either. So uh, uh, I watched. I, it. I I didn't like it either. Yeah, I, I, n- I never gave it a chance. And then you know I grew up off of living single. So you know Queen Latifah. You know I love. You know that yeah. was my show. They stole friends stole that idea from there. But that's mm-hmm. that's that's another show. No, that's yeah. a fact. They said yeah. it was a fact. Yeah, I, yeah, <coughs> that's true. Uh, is LaMelo Ball overrated? LaMelo? No, he's going to be the face of the league in the next two or three years. Okay. It was going to be Zion, but he likes he likes to eat more than me. So. Yeah, he, mm. yeah he, he, they told him he got to slow down, man. You know mm-hmm. what? I don't think nothing's wrong with him, to be honest with you. I think, he, I, think they're, I think they're making him lose weight and get in shape. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. He needs it. Yeah. Okay, we'll get one more each and then we'll wrap it up. Okay, here's my last question. Uh, if you could compare yourself to any animal, what would it be and why? Oh, man. Uh, 
that is so funny. Uh, mm. Any animal, mm-hmm. you know, uh, cougar. Mm. Cougar. I, I just like, uh, you know, sometimes they they lie in a cut, and then next thing you know, you see them. It's like, wait, there he is. Okay. Well, there she is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought he was trying to go back to that whole R. Kelly thing again that Elvis Presley said cougar, but. Uh, <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. My last question is if you could do one thing over in your life again, what would it be? One thing over. Wow. So, yeah. get a second chance at one thing. You know what? I would have taken a lot of stuff more seriously, uh, academically, uh, athletically. Uh, I would have taken a lot more things seriously. You know, it's so important to have uh, someone, you know, to kind of guide you through those things. Not saying my mother uh, didn't do a good job, because she did an amazing job. It's just that, just the understanding and knowing, you know, mm-hmm. you know what you should and shouldn't do. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I would have taken a lot, a lot, a lot of that more seriously. But I think. Because of those things that those pitfalls and journeys that I've taken helped me help my children, uh, kids that I work with, so uh, or work with, so be successful. So. Okay, yeah, I like that answer, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of times our parents did the best they could with us, but mm-hmm. I think it was also on on us <laughs> as a younger than them generation to try to do more too. A lot of mm-hmm. times we don't. We just like my parents did this, so I'm gonna keep doing. It. Sometimes you got to break the cycle. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, let me get into our, my final thoughts here. So we wrap it up. I'll just end by saying this: that, uh, racism is dumb. Entitlement should not exist, and equality is something that we all should have. I've learned that when a certain group receives better treatment than another group, or the protected class, if you will, it can make them feel superior. But ironically, what happens when we're all forced to be on the same playing fields, the protected class tends to feel like they're being discriminated against because they have to follow the same rules as everybody else, i.e. wearing a mask, staying in the house for a period of time. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'll just say this. Light travels faster than sound. Perhaps that's why some people appear bright until you actually hear them speak. So on behalf of What's Up With Ward podcast, I'm Wardy Ward. He's Trey. We want to thank our special guest, Mr. Michael Lee. And we invite you to come back with us again soon and, you know, chop with the guys again. So we just want to say peace. Man, it was fun. Thank-